0: Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? <laughs> okay, here we go. Today, I'm very excited to introduce you to Martin Holland. How are you doing, Martin? And where are you hanging out right now?
1: <laughs> I'm doing well, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma, which is very close to the geographic center of the United States.
0: Fantastic. It's a pleasure having you here today. So Thank you. you're welcome. As a business coach, Martin has worked directly with over 400 small businesses to help them achieve less stress, more time and more money. I think your you know, true calling to run your business on information, as you just shared, shared with me earlier, not gut feelings is remarkable and very inspiring. So I'm very thankful that I can talk to you today, Martin.
1: Well, thank you. I'm happy to talk about it. I love to talk about it.
0: Yes. Shall we get to it? Sure. Okay, here we go. So who's your ideal client? Uh, Let's start there. And what's the biggest challenge they face?
1: Well, I think about that all the time because the beginning, the the most fundamental question in business is who's my target market? Um, And I can't really do it by size because I have clients um, currently that do with but then a half a million in sales and 200 million in sales. I have doctors, I have contractors, I have manufacturers, I have publishers. So it's hard to narrow it down uh, that way. But the way, I, the way I describe my ideal customer is someone who has reached the point at which they're frustrated and maybe even disgusted with issues, of perpetual issues of uh, time, uh, money, dealing with people, and they just wonder if there's a way out or if it's a if it's groundhog day for the rest of their lives so I'm looking for people who want to make the fundamental change to build a business that is profitable and can work without them and i I think your second question was uh, what what are they usually uh, what common mistakes do they make or what are they usually lacking uh, well there are more than just a few common things but I think Two of the most dominant uh, that I have to deal with with almost everybody is one, as you mentioned, I love financial information, is a vanishingly small percentage of business owners. There are 30.2 million businesses in the United States. And the way I like to say it is about 30.2 million of them do not keep financial records sufficient to make decisions. They keep uh, financial records to pay taxes and maybe to give to their banks, but to make decisions and answer the question, what should I do? I, I, I can't remember the last time I walked into a business and they could tell me accurately what their break even was, or the effects of the pricing increase, or the effect of a price decrease, or how much more they would have to sell to double their net profit. Uh, and those are things, and how much cash will I need Where did my cash go? They don't know those things. When you know those things, they direct you specifically to what you must do, and that's just usually. So that's the number one thing that's missing is books, uh, financial records that are true and proper and correct. The second thing is the mistake they make is many business owners fail to delegate. They whatever the reasons, and we could spend the rest hour talking about that, but they fail to delegate. I nobody can do it as well as I can. I can't afford it. I don't have time to train somebody to be able to do it for me. Whatever the reason, is business owners got into business typically to do something they're passionate about, and they're quickly ambushed by all these things in leadership and marketing and sales and administration that they had never even heard of when they started their business. And they cannot, even if they want to, they cannot become good at all those things. So, delegation that not having good books. And the failure to delegate are the two things that uh, most affect business owners. And I see them almost always to be problems.
0: Oh, that's uh, you know you're making two very uh, interesting and very important points and uh, they're also very enlightening. So, uh, you know, of course, obviously the the second point about delegation it's, it's it's so true. Just you know, you are the the force of your business and so and then you have to to to, to delegate. It's uh, it's always a uh, getting to the next level, so to speak. But I want also want to, you know, refer to what you uh, said as your first point is really. I think uh, it's, you know, we don't have to, or what most people do is kind of like using the numbers, uh, you know, for when they need to have the numbers, you know, for the taxes, as you refer to, but not deliberately making decisions, as you put it so so eloquently. Uh, it's so important to have that kind of strategic advantage. And uh, I well, think that's, that's, yeah.
1: One, one thing I, I ask people and most are shocked in it, before I had 400 clients and had talked to hundreds more, I would be embarrassed to say this, but I'm fully confident to say this. Most of your listeners, if they're businesses, cannot tell you if they made money last month. They don't know. It's just receivable. There's money they do. They haven't paid your credit card. They don't know. Well, you can't wait until tax time next year to find out if you made money last month. Right. And I'll give you an example that people seem to respond to. The average business in the United States, if it could get its gross profit margins up 1%, 1% better as a percentage of sales, would increase their net profit by 14.5%. Now, that usually gets people's interest. You know, books and finance, that's all voodoo and I don't know. But wait a minute, what'd you say? I said 1% better, 14.5% more profit. Well, how do I get 1% better? Well, let's look at... Well, first of all, you have to know what margins are and things like that. But let's look at why your margins are what they are, your cost of sales. How can we get 1% better every single time? I may not know what to do. My my clients do. They didn't think that 1% mattered, so they overlooked it. They start paying attention, and you can get anybody listening can get 1% better today.
0: Wonderful. Today. Yeah, that's that's brilliant. Do it again tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: Anyway, that's that's why it matters.
0: No, you're absolutely right. So this is a brilliant, you know, just to understanding this 1%, you know, that, you know, to gain 14%. It's brilliant. So thank you for sharing that uh, wonderful uh, insight here. So before I ask Martin, uh, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something to our audience here. So if you're enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So Martin, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with that issue?
1: I I was thinking about this because you prepared me for that question. And I have a website, which I presume will show up in your show notes, but it's anneal, A-N-N-E-A-L-B-C.com. And I have over a hundred articles on there, which deal with all these particular issues. And the 1% thing is one of them. I also have a call button on there, and I am truly, I love people, and I especially love business owners, and I will give up my time, and I have a schedule a call button on there, and anybody who wants to call me, schedule a time and talk for 30 minutes about their issue, their problem, for free, Uh, sure, if they became clients, that would be wonderful, but I will do that and do do that, so that's free, and you're talking to me, so... Not it's not just sending you off to a recording. So that's yeah, something that's... they can do.
0: Wonderful. Thank you for sharing. Of course, we put the link in the show description so folks can check it out. So but I just additionally might might ask you, what is one you know, one advice or one thing they can uh, do right now, you know, uh just uh getting into action for themselves. So what, what would that be?
1: And there are so many,
0: but <laughs> one, one thing. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> If if you are a business owner, and that's mostly with whom I speak, go look at your books and see if you can tell yourself what your gross profit margins are. Okay? Or or let me rephrase it. If you can tell me how much you have to sell every month to break even, you know, you've paid all your expenses, and if you think you've got it and you want to test it, Email me or call me and I'll let you know because people don't know that, that you must know that for your business. How much do I have to sell every month just to break even? And the reasons that's so important is because if you don't break even until the 29th of the month, you had better not go on a fishing trip on the 30th because that's the only day you have to actually make a net profit before all those monthly bills reset. So very, very few people, they'll they'll throw me a number. They'll look at the total expenses. And I'll just tell you, for most businesses, if you tell me your total expenses for a month, that's not the right answer, okay? So, uh, but that's the one I hear most often.
0: Wonderful. So uh, we got them prepared here on the show. uh, So they can definitely reach out to you and get in touch with you. I'd love to talk to you. Absolutely. So what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience?
1: Um, what are the characteristic traits of a successful business owner? Okay. And there are a lot of characteristics kind of reduces it, but I've, I've thought about that from time to time and I've come up with three. And if you don't have any of these three, doesn't mean that you can't gain them, but people who walk in and are successful and sometimes don't even know why tend to display these three characteristics one is their business is an adventure okay it's a mission that they're on they're climbing mount everest and there's tremendous pain and suffering to get to base camp but she doesn't care because you're climbing mount everest right it's not it's just not it's not this burden that you must bear for some unknown reason so they tend to treat their business as an adventure not every day but overall i'm on a mission okay Second thing is business owners tend to be decisive, successful business owners. And by that, it doesn't mean that you make snap decisions every day because I need to make decisions. But you, I have a good friend who has a quote and he says, good things come to those who wait, but not to those who hesitate. Okay. So when you've gathered sufficient information, act, act, don't drag that out, well, what if, and all this, and the inflation's going crazy, and we got supply chain. You know, when you gather sufficient information, act, and then begin. And the last thing is um, business owners tend to be focused, and there can be many focuses, like what what do we do, what do we sell? We don't sell everything. We sell this to this market. But in a more subtle way, they tend to be focused on making the decisions that they made work. And you don't make a decision that we're going to go this direction, and then jump over and start changing another, you know, chasing rabbits and, oh, there's a shiny object. So they tend to be decisive and they tend to be focused and their focus tends to be to make the decision that they made work. So those are three things that people can kind of look at themselves and say, how do I rank in that and how can I improve?
0: Well, I hear you. Uh, absolutely. And I feel you most importantly, and these are very, very insightful tips and, uh, advices that you just shared. So, and this brings me to my final question. It's a personal one. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why?
1: Oh, uh, well, I won't take it even to my whole family, but I'll take it to my, to my wife. She was, uh, she is a speech language pathologist and taught that subject at university for twenty two years retired and came out and started working and said, "Why don't you start a business yeah. so she did, and her plan she mapped she is a just a magnificent business owner she's decisive she's purposeful she's professional pays attention to her call she's just a model i mean uh, she's my wife but it's it's true also <laughs> and uh her goal was to have six therapists working for her by a certain date. She now has twenty-two, and here a couple of months ago, she passed the million-dollar payroll. So, uh, from scratch to a million-dollar payroll in about six years—that's wow. uh, mm-hmm. pretty. So, when I saw that, that was a pretty exciting. That—that's payroll. I'm not telling you what her profits are. <laughs> she doesn't. <laughs> Good. But it was her payroll, and that's a measure of the benefit, not just from what she does, but to the people she employs to the governments that tax that income. So I, and she created that and it was, it's, it's marvelous.
0: I can feel uh, how proud you are, right? Yeah, I can feel that. So this is a wonderful goosebumps moment uh, you just shared. So thank you, Martin, for this beautiful goosebumps moment. And thank you for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you. Appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you shared with us today.
1: Well, thanks for having me. I love to talk about this stuff.
0: Yes, I can definitely feel (laughs) that. So (laughs) thank you very much, Martin. It was my pleasure. Thank you for, here we go. Thank you for listening. And as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.